Confessions of a Martial Arts School Owner is the podcast for martial arts instructors who want to hear behind the scenes of running a school. No fluff, just honest talk about the victories and struggles of running a martial arts school. Now, here's your host, Zach Hayden. Welcome back to Confessions of a Martial Arts School Owner. My name is Zach Hayden. I am your host. We are on episode number 31 today. How exciting. 31. It's pretty awesome. Anyways, let's get started talking about our topic for today. Last week, um, I spent some time talking to you guys about um, an adult-only fitness martial arts uh, program self-defense and things, and I, I'm going to utilize the uh, Hyper Fight Club um, branding and um, some of the curriculum, probably most of the curriculum from that, but also tying in other curriculums, uh, other things from other areas, and just stuff that I've, I've done forever for fitness and, and those kind of things. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give that a shot. I actually um, went ahead and set up a uh, Facebook lead ad. I'm trying out these new Facebook lead ads, which I'm pretty excited about um, checking out because they allow you to. They're they're just for mobile, um, which honestly, I think something like sixty or seventy percent of the traffic on Facebook is on mobile, anyways. So um, that's good. And in the corner of the ad, it says. Um, has a button that says learn more and when they click on that they fill out a form like and it's actually pre-filled out through Facebook um, through your information on Facebook and they can submit it right through there so instead of taking them to another site that's got to be mobile optimized and all this kind of stuff it all stays right in Facebook it's all done right through Facebook it's a new kind of ad that Facebook introduced not that long ago and I've been wanting to test it out so I just started one um, an ad yesterday or the, uh, no, it was two days ago. And I changed my ad copy because my first ad copy was not doing well. I'm going to keep tweaking. I'm going to test it for a week or so and then tweak my audience and tweak my um, ad copy and add in new pictures and see things for my ads and see what does best so I can kind of optimize that. Um, I saw a big jump when... Not a big jump, but uh, you know, my my ad originally when my ad copy wasn't as good, uh, didn't have wasn't getting leads for me, and now my new one is. So um, I, I still think there's room for improvement on my um, ad. I think the graphic probably could be changed to improve it as well. So I'm going to try some different things and test that out. What I want to do is get a um, kind of a pre-enrollment or a pre pre-kickoff list of people who are interested and actually pre-sell them on a, a month and a package and stuff with the, the gear so that way I know that I have some classes that are filled and they've got the material and they're ready to go and those kind of things so I'm kind of doing it as a December I started a little early I know um, before Thanksgiving but uh, a December uh, getting ready for New Year's and and uh, you know everybody's New Year's resolutions and stuff. So uh, I'll probably have some ads that'll go with that as well. But let's get to um, kind of what I wanted to discuss today, which was um, 
Last week we talked about this adult stuff, so today I want to go on the opposite end of the spectrum and talk about um, young, young kids, so preschool and kindergarten age um, children and what we do with them and, and uh, what I like and what I eh, question still or, or wonder if I'm doing it the best way. So um, we have, in the ATA, uh, we have a, a program called our ATA Tigers, which is a fantastic program. They just, um, well, I should say it's an it's a excellently branded program. They just recently rebranded everything, and it's fantastic. These characters and the identities behind them, the stories behind them and everything is just really top-notch. It's, it's fantastic. Um, it at our uh, uh, spring nationals, they're going to be um, introducing some new curriculum for those ATA Tigers, which I'm excited to hear about um, because well, let me let me talk about my uh, how my program currently is structured. So I have my ATA Tigers, and they are four, five, and six year olds. I do the occasional three year old if they're almost four. Or if they've had a an older sibling in the program before, so they've sat and watched it for quite a while, um, then I'll do a three-year-old. But other than that, I do not do three-year-olds. I'm not doing a parent and me like lunchtime class with little babies and stuff. I got into martial arts to teach martial arts um, and to teach character and life skills and things, and not to be a babysitter. So I'm not doing younger than four. It, it just to me is not my passion. I don't blame anyone or, or or I think you know if that's something that you want to do that works for your school, fantastic, great, do it. If it's something that you love and you can rock and do with you know integrity and and provide value, awesome. I'm not gonna do that. Um, so my four, five and six year olds and right now my ATA Tiger program is is about as strong as it's been in many years. Um, we have a, a really great group of students right now. The class is growing. Um, we're we're moving, um, you know, they're they're moving up through the ranks. So I'm getting more of the higher rank ones. We we went for quite a while with a, a pretty small group of tigers, and there's a lot of um, attrition in in that group. You know, that young age, staying committed for a, a long time seems to be you know a challenge. Um, so there seems to be you know. I would guess there's more attrition in that group than there is in in some of my other groups, and I'd have to I'd have to look back at some of the stats. But we've got a really strong program right now. Um, I think you know it's one of those things where you hit the tipping point where there's a bunch of people who are in it and checking it out and stuff, and so they tell other people, and then when even when people come in off the street or, or call our interest, they come in and check out this class and they see a full class, they think, hey, this something I should do because look all these other people are doing it too um, which is a great uh, kind of um, you know way to keep keep things moving and, and that's kind of where we've hit in this tiger program right now one of the things uh, you know I are always my my mom is is uh, always involved in my in my uh, school she's been there forever um, and she she helps at the front counter and and things but she always always complained um, that I would charge the same price for my ATA Tigers as I would everybody else, even though the classes are shorter and things. And uh, yeah, I do. I charge the same exact price because it takes more energy, it takes more effort, it takes more skill 
to teach the ATA Tigers than it does any other class. Um, I do have their testing fees are less expensive because they test, they're going to have to test more often before they get to, to Black Belt. And, and so I've, I've done that myself just to, I don't know, just to make it a little easier on them since they are going to have to test so many times. My biggest, so in my ATA Tigers program, we do half the material of our um, ready, regular karate uh, for kids students. We focus not much on memorization at all, but just on basic techniques. And then I have combinations that we do, and then they do those combinations on pads um, to test. Uh, they do those combinations. Um, we lead them through the form then as they do those combinations that are part of the form. Um, then we do board breaking and sparring with our, our higher rank ATA Tigers um, and some weapons work as well with them. So I, I really love the program. Um, I, I, I enjoy teaching the class. It takes a lot of energy, but it's a class that I enjoy um, teaching. The, the thing that I struggle with what, what I've always found issue with and, and what I continue to work towards is a better transition between our ATA Tigers and our, and our kids program. Um, it, it's because our ATA Tiger program is focused so much on what parents want from their kids, which is standing attention, listening, respect, focus, you know, self-control, those kind of things we just end up not spending as much time on good quality technique and they're, you know, little kids, so their quality of technique, you know, they just don't have the body control of a lot of, uh, you know, older kids, which is totally understandable. But the, the, the thing becomes that when they transition to my Karate for Kids program, which is usually about the time they're six and a half, seven, depending on how long they've been in the ATA Tiger program, they have they struggle with that transition because it's it's harder. Um, the quality of technique that we're looking for is just that much more strict. You know, it's just harder for us to make sure that we, or not harder for us, it's it's more difficult for them to switch their mindset from the times they've been in ATA Tigers to the times they're in now our, our other program. And so that's kind of a big, a big struggle that I have is, is really the balance in our Tigers, especially our mid-rank Tigers mid and, and starting with high rank Tigers and their transition to our Karate for Kids program and making sure that we get the quality of technique to the place it needs to be while still encouraging the child and making sure the child is, is finding that there's progress being made so that they are staying motivated in the program. And so it, with that, you know, in the past, our ATA Tiger program was very you know, years and years ago, you know, eight years ago or so, our ATA Tiger program was very focused on games and doing all this fun, you know, singing stuff and whatnot. And that's not the case anymore. Our ATA Tiger program is is very much structured like our other programs, you know, and we do all martial arts stuff and we don't play games. And 
that has improved and, and looks more like the Karate for Kids program. So they that transition isn't hard. But the quality of technique that they're expected for for testing is, I think, where I'm having the biggest issue in, you know, moving a tiger along the... Um, the path in the same way. And this is where I've struggled in the past with changing the belting, belt system. Um, I Now currently all of our tigers have separate belt, you know, uh, separate looking belts and things than our ATA, um, or than our other students do, than our uh, adults and our kids. And when they are old enough to go to the, you know, kids program, they keep that tiger belt on. They go into that tiger, that, um, you know, kids class, the, the bigger kids class, and at their next testing, they test for the equivalent rank in the kids program. So let's say they have a tiger, you know, green belt, they're going to have to test for a tiger or for a regular green belt in their first testing as a, you know, big kid or whatever you want to call it. And that's where I'm still struggling a little bit with um, that. I know that there are some schools out there that do a system where they go all the way through the Tiger Belts, all through, you know, all nine, or there's more than that because we have characters, and so like 18 belts or whatever it is, and then that transfers them white, right to a white belt with a black stripe through the middle or, you know, a yellow belt or an orange belt or something like that. And I struggle with that. That just seems to be kicking kids back to the beginning really far. So I, I still, you know, I still struggle with finding a, a happy medium there and making sure that the tiger transition process is smooth and upping the quality of technique for my ATA tigers as well so that transition isn't as difficult. Um, I think part of it is switching, the, making sure the transition is, is smooth, but the other part of it is making sure the ATA Tiger curriculum is um, strict enough or in line enough with the kids program to make sure that the transition isn't such a shock. And that's another thing that I've been really hammering um, and I need to continue to improve. And that all comes down to improving the techniques. I've over the years, I've gotten better at not focusing on the memorization and making sure that I spend more time working on the technique, but that's still a struggle and really making sure that we up that quality of technique. So that's what I'm doing with my little kids program. I know there are lots of different versions of you know preschool, kindergarten programs out there. Um, if you're not an ATA um, school or even an ATA school, there's lots of different ways that we are doing um, these programs. So I'd be really interested in knowing what you're doing. Like I said, I, I really am, I, I feel happy with where I am right now. Um, it goes back to the, you know, if you listen to one of my first episodes, I talk about the um, pillars of excellence that we have for our school. And it's um, one, the, the last one is be happy but never satisfied. And that's kind of where I am with my ATA Tiger pro program right now. I am really, I'm really happy with where it is, um, the growth of it, the number of tigers that we have is really, you know, continuing to grow, which is fantastic. But I'm not yet satisfied in that we've got the quality exactly where I want.
And who knows, I maybe will never be satisfied with the quality of that program, or any program for that matter, because I'm always working out, uh, working to strive for excellence. So ladies and gentlemen, that uh, about wraps up episode 31. I would really appreciate if you would share this show, Confessions of a Martial Arts School Owner, uh, with uh, your martial arts friends, with your school owner friends. Um, I would love to get the word out to have more people checking it out. I think uh, that would be great. Um, I'm excited uh, to continue moving forward with this um, project. I've got some uh, things coming up uh, that you'll hear about soon um, that I think uh, you'll, you'll find interesting or helpful. I hope to be back with you guys in the next couple of weeks. I, I, the plan is to have consistent episodes um, the next couple of weeks, but I... I am getting darn close to getting married. It's going to happen in just um, two weeks from today. I will be on my honeymoon. So um, I'm going to pre-record some episodes, hopefully, and get those out for you um, so that uh, you have them on your iPod or iPhone or Android device or whatever it might be. So um, do me a favor and share this episode or just uh, one of your favorite episodes on social media so that your um, friends can check it out. I would really appreciate it. That is my call to action for you guys today. Um, I think that's it. So uh, make sure you're out there uh, striving for excellence. Hey, oh, real quick, last thing. Um, I'd love to know what you're doing with your um, preschool kindergarten program. Check it. Uh, let me know in our private Facebook group, and um, that way we can see what's going on. Okay, guys. Awesome. Have a great week.